0: Hello everyone, and welcome to the You Heard It Here First podcast. It's just Sammy for these first few minutes because I just have a couple things to say, couple things to tell you. So, first off, we have a very special guest on the episode today. We have Miss Helen Skolton with us on the podcast, with us, with me, with me on the podcast, but for us to listen to. So, it was great to have her on and learn a little bit about her, and we talk about Christmas and what Christmas has looked like throughout her life. Um, but. There's something I need to tell you. We are working through some kinks with a new sound system that we have set up. And I am not always the most techie person. So you'll notice on the podcast that you can hear Helen clearest day, which is good because she's the star of the show. Um, But I'm a little bit quieter. So if you want to be able to hear me, you might have to turn it up a little bit louder. Overall, you can hear me. I'm just definitely quieter than Helen on the podcast. So just something to be aware of. I know how to fix it now. Um, so, that hopefully won't happen again. So, just be aware. I was still just working through some figuring out how to do it. A couple other things to note. Um, we're going to take a little bit of a break. After this episode, we're going on a little bit of a midwinter, early winter, Christmas time break. So, today that it's being posted is Wednesday, the 22nd. And then we're going to take a break for the next few weeks. And there'll be new episodes out again on Wednesday, January 12 is when we're going to start putting more episodes out. But for a couple weeks in between there, go back and listen to some old episodes. Take a break from listening. Up to you. But no new episodes for two weeks beginning of January and end of December. Um, I think that's all the announcements I had. Oh, one last one. We're going to change up the format a little bit as well for the podcast. So these last few months, we've just kind of been trying to figure out what is the podcast. What's the purpose of this podcast? Um, So just to kind of share with everyone, the interviews are another relational way to get to know people from our church. I've been having a blast getting to talk to these people from our church and also from other ministries in the area, either ones we support or ones that I have connections with, stuff like that. Um, So we're gonna stick to just people from our church for a little while to get to know them. So just another relational avenue hopefully very lighthearted, but also you might get to learn new things about people that you wouldn't necessarily know or might not get a chance to talk to on a regular basis. So that's the purpose of these interviews. And that's going to stay here on the You Heard It Here First podcast platform. And we're going to switch the sermons and another look to a separate one we're still working out what the name is going to be what the logo is going to be but we will put that out there for you guys soon so you know where to find the sermons and another look in a podcast form rather than a video form so they're going to have essentially two different podcasts the interview ones are you heard it here first and then we're going to have a first cutlerville sermons and pot no sermons and another look in podcast form still working out the name we will making we will be making a cool logo it will likely be similar to our church logo, which is the green tree that you see around sometimes. So keep an eye out for that starting in January. So those are my announcements for today. So now enjoy this interview with Helen. All righty. Welcome back to the You Heard It Here First podcast. I'm your host, Sammy DeYoung. I'm excited to be here today. We have a very special guest who's been a member of our church for quite some time, and we're happy to have her just to talk a little bit about her involvement in her time here at First Cutlerville, but also it's getting close to Christmas. So we're going to talk about Christmas throughout the years. Um, our guest today is Mrs. Helen Schoolson. So welcome to the podcast, Helen. Thank you. How's your day been going so far?
1: Really good.
0: Good. Anything like, exciting happening today? Any Christmas shopping or anything like that?
1: No, I'm going to have a few errands to run when I'm down here, but that's nice. that's it.
0: Nice. A nice casual Saturday. hmm Nice. Awesome. Well, thank you for taking the time today to come do this. Um, this has been very fun doing these podcasts, so I'm glad to have you on today. Um, before we get started, for people that may not know you, we'd like to learn a little bit about you. So if you can kind of tell us a little bit about, like, your family, hobbies... Jobs that you may have had? Anything interesting you think people might like to know about you?
1: Uh, well, I'm one of the older ones of the church family mm-hmm. to begin with. I've been a member here 73 years. Oh, wow. And that's uh, that's after I married Herm. <laughs> he was a member, and nice. so that, that's how that happened. I, uh, <clears throat> I was brought up on a farm. I was the last of seven children, oh, wow. and it was uh, the, we lived on uh, what is now called Clyde Park Avenue, okay. <laughs> and um, most w- went to uh, Moline Christian Reform Church, and, and as kids, we went to Moline Christian School, and, and there was a grocery store there, so the Moline was our our place to go. Yeah, that's where you hung out. Yes. <laughs> um, after uh, high school, I had um, a year of what they called business college okay. at that time, and that gave put me into office work, and. Um, And then I met herm, and after he was done with his time in service, we were married and and started our family right here in Cutterville. And then for <clears throat> for seven years, we um, Herm felt led to do something special for the Lord. and so we there was need for a builder and an r and m kind of person out in Nigeria, and so we packed up our family and went there, and uh, yes, it was two terms, and um, something you learn so much from, and changes your life. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: So, how long in total were you did you guys live
1: there? Um, seven years, seven years wow. We two and a half years home and then a six months furlough, okay. and then another three years. And um, but that was a lot of a lot of changes in the meantime, yeah. With our <clears throat> when we left, we had four children. Mm-hmm. And they, we left them in Joss, which is up on the plateau, and Herm's work was down in what they call Down Bush, Mm -hmm. about 275 miles away. And um, after the first term, we went back, and six months later, our oldest son, Bill, I had graduated from high school oh, wow. and so came back and went to Calvin and, um, stayed with, with friends on the off times. Mm-hmm. And a year later, Linda left us. And so, uh, at the end of that term, that's when we decided we should really be staying home. Yeah. And, um, There was um, one sad situation that happened in that in those years. Our eleven-year-old son, um, of course, living in the dorm, and there was the flu was touching everyone, and mm-hmm. and he, as well as everybody else, but but his uh, stomach pain. Uh, continued and then when they took him into the hospital, they could not really um, find out what his problem was. And so they did um, exploratory surgery and they found his burst appendix just under his navel. And um, after that, the peritonitis set in and that's, he died. And that was a a really difficult time, yeah, but the the whole mission family came around and supported us like it's just hard to believe and it's hard to describe. Uh, I
0: bet, yeah. Yes. That's so awesome to know that people are.
1: And not for people. not just our mission family, but our um, the Nigerian friends too they were so compassionate and and so feeling for us yeah. that it was a uh, in that that experience was a good part of it
0: That's good. yeah it's nice to know that people care mm-hmm. especially when you're
1: going through such a hard time mm-hmm. in not in your home, mm-hmm. you weren't mm-hmm. your home and then w- when we um uh, <clears throat> we decided to stay home we stay back here in Michigan mm-hmm. the um, herm picked up his work of building again and um, I was home for a couple of years with Carol she was still in high school okay. and um, and I did a part-time stint at uh, South Christian oh nice yeah, that was a fun thing to do. Good. Just what did you do there? Uh, just worked in the office and worked with the athletic director, oh, cool. and um, oh, just you I met a lot of kids, enjoyed all of all of their activities. You know, the yep. the drama and and the athletics, and it, it was just so good. And then that um, job was cut with the uh, with budget cuts, I guess. Anyway, and then I worked for CSI, Christian Schools International, for for eight years. And I did, um, worked with the Canadian insurance of teachers and school employees. And from there I retired, and Mm -hmm. Herm and I traveled quite a bit across the states. And we um, just had good retirement time. Did you
0: make it to all 50 states?
1: We've, yes, we've stopped, we've gone through okay. all 50, no, not, the, not Hawaii. Not Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been to Alaska? Yes. Oh, wow,
0: so 49 out of 50. Yes. That's impressive. Well, That's a goal of mine to try
1: to yeah. to all 50 states. <laughs> yeah. That's really good. Cool. Even if you just, and, it was easy in this one part down in the southwest where you can stand in the corner of four. Yes, you get all four at one time. <laughs> all four at one time. I've Perfect. been there. <laughs> yeah, you can say you've been to all of them yep. because you
0: were. That's awesome. Yeah. Nice. You did a lot of traveling after you retired. Yes. Did you do any traveling outside the U.S.?
1: Well, we went on a couple of cruises. Awesome. One through the Panama Canal and the other one was, of course, to Alaska. Oh, nice.
0: That's yeah. awesome. Well, thank you for sharing all that. That's really cool to get to know you a little bit better and kind of know
1: mm-hmm. your backstory. Okay.
0: That's awesome. Great. Um, so I have a couple questions about your involvement here at First Cutlerville. Mm-hmm. So you said you've been a member here for 73 years. Is that mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And before that, you went to Moline? Yes. Okay. So those are the two churches that you've gone
1: mm-hmm. to throughout your life. Right. Nice.
0: Um, is there any ways that you've been involved here at First Cutlerville? Any ministries that you were a part of?
1: Um, I was part of a Bible study. And um, when the children were smaller, I helped in Sunday school. And I later taught catechism, sixth grade, for maybe two or three years. Okay. And uh, then when we moved to this facility, then um i when the uh w- the lady ahead of me retired she um uh, handed me <laughs> the ropes of of uh, working with funeral lunches okay. and i okay. spent quite a bit of time with that yeah. and um let me see oh and i Started a, a visiting this shut-ins, oh, nice. and that was, that sort of came out of our Bible study, which was just women. It was a mm-hmm. it was a morning, Wednesday, Wednesday morning Bible study, and and from there, it the needs were always presented, and then uh, it was just easy to take down names and. And pray for them and um, and make a list. And then yeah. others around would, we would go in teams. And I, th- I think that's still happening yeah, today.
0: So. Yeah. it's Also, most of the shut-ins are fairly close by. So it makes sense that we have yes. the ability to go visit them just mm-hmm. because they aren't able to be here on a Sunday morning. Yeah. I mean, they're not part of the church community. so. Yep. It's nice that, that's cool that that got started and it's still
1: And, and they always appreciated it so much. Yeah. You, you wished you could do it oftener. Yeah. But there were, from the number that w- were contacted, mm-hmm. it just wasn't possible to, <clears throat> well, every visiting minister knows <laughs> you yeah. can't touch everybody. Yeah, for, you can't get
0: to everyone, especially in a short amount of time. Like, have to space them out. Yes. Yeah.
1: And to make it worthwhile visit.
0: Yeah. You don't want to feel rushed when you're there. Yep. Yeah. Makes sense. Awesome. So you've been involved in a lot of different ways. So you taught some of the younger kids when yeah. your kids were younger. Yes. And then kind of moved up to sixth grade for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And then are you still involved in any of the Bible studies or anything like that? Uh
1: until COVID, yes. Yep.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Great. Um, I think that's all my church questions I have for you, but um, I know I'm getting excited for Christmas coming up and I'd love to hear a little bit about what some of your Christmas experiences have been like over time. Like if you can kind of tell us, I just kind of have a list of Christmas questions. Can we just kind of go through those? Does that sound okay?
1: Yes, fine.
0: Um, So if you can kind of tell us a little bit about what your earliest Christmas memory was like, like, you remember what Christmas like was like as a kid, <laughs> stuff like that.
1: Yep. We, um, <laughs> We did not um, have a Christmas tree in our home, uh, nor in church. And uh, it was more or less just a very special day with a a special meal. And because um, my parents' relatives or their family, were uh, older and a lot of them had passed on and so it was really just our family but with a family of seven Seven kids kids. (laughs) (laughs) and then when the older ones marry and and bring grandkids and that that would that was really just the christmas yeah and uh but then I'm I'm remembering when I was in the fourth grade. As a matter of fact, we d- didn't have anything like Christmas shopping or Christmas giving even. Okay. Yeah. And <clears throat> when I was in the fourth grade, there, um, my older sister was had graduated from from the eighth grade and was staying home. Okay. <clears throat> and then, of course, using the mail. Sears Roebuck catalog in the mail without my realizing what was happening the uh, my mom sent for a doll and my sister Harriet made sold clothes for it and that was my very first Christmas present wow that
0: sounds so special that she made it for you too the, the clothes for it that's so cool yes yes
1: and then that, uh, and it was all done without my knowing a bit about it. So it was
0: a big surprise. Yes. That's awesome. About how old were you when that
1: when uh, was that? Oh, I was fourth grade. That would, yeah. How old are you
0: in fourth grade? Like 10 or 11?
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And to be 11 years old and get your first doll. Yeah. <laughs> that was something. the The next Monday morning at school, the the teacher and we had a school a school room of grades one, two, three, and four. Okay, and she went right down the row and asked everyone if they would like to say what they got for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I was so proud to be able to say that I got this new doll yeah. and. That the wind came out of my sails a little bit (laughs) when the first and second grade girls (laughs) were talking about their dollies.
0: Yes,
1: (laughs) and then another one of the girls in the fourth grade had gotten then a Shirley Temple doll. Oh wow! The one with real hair and the curls and everything, but that didn't didn't change my love for my doll. Absolutely. (laughs) That's
0: so nice. That's awesome. Great. So that's your first memory of like a gift.
1: Um, yes, yeah. really. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. Really cool. Um, as, so it already sounds like your Christmas has kind of changed a lot throughout. Oh, you know? yes. <laughs> Do yes. Do you have a favorite Christmas tradition now or like looking back maybe a few years? Like what has been some of your favorite Christmas traditions through
1: the years? Well, we, uh, especially after coming back from uh, um, Nigeria, Mm -hmm. with this meal that we had, and when we got together as a family, Mm -hmm. was what, it was, um, well, we just used the words curry and rice, actually it was curried chicken in in a sauce, Mm -hmm. served over rice and, 12 con- condiments. Oh, well? Wow. Yeah, 12. That's four awesome. four fruits, all these are chopped up. Okay. Four fruits, four vegetables, and four oh, oh, things like uh, uh, probably uh, hard boiled eggs or um, coconut oh, nice. and peanuts. Nice. <laughs> And you, you put all sorts of things on there and yeah. it looks beautiful on the plate and it tastes wonderful. And that's that's always been our special meal. That's
0: awesome. Do you still do that?
1: No. <laughs> no. Uh, tastes have varied. and yeah. But the thing of it was the kids would all be talking they learned pigeon. You see, they they lived in the the school was up on the plateau in okay. Joss, and we were down bush Adam Carr, mm-hmm. living with the Nationals. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, up in Joss, they they picked up pigeon, <laughs> <laughs> and and so there'd be a lot of pigeon phrases <laughs> tossed around <laughs> then. Yeah, That's so fun. They probably love that, that they yes. try to
0: talk in two different languages. Yeah. yeah. That's very cool. It, it
1: just always made us laugh. Yeah. Oh, I bet. <laughs> they probably love that. Awesome.
0: Um, looking back a little bit more, do you remember how you spent your Christmases when you were in high school? So when, with seven kids in the family.
1: Um, no, it was... When I, I graduated from high school in 38, so this would have been in 37, and then it was just coming off from the big depression okay. and um, it, it, there was no um, no real fuss or decorating or anything like that. Yeah. We um, I can't even remember that. Sunday school classes got together to do anything special for a a program or even just to be part of the service in itself. Uh, And I can't even remember when that activity started. It seems like that was sometime in the 50s as far as I'm concerned. And then we had a Sunday school teacher who, who loved the children and would always be just wanting to, to have them perform for the uh, whole church family. Yeah. And that's when our Sunday school um, programs, programs began. Mm-hmm.
0: And they're still going on today. By the time this episode yeah. is out, we will have just seen the kids' Christmas program yeah. on Sunday, which they just practiced it today. Yeah. And I got this little sneak peek and it was very good. Oh so yeah. I'm very
1: excited for it on Sunday.
0: I think people are gonna enjoy yeah. it.
1: And then the big reward after the program was a little cardboard box mm-hmm. with candy and peanuts in it. And uh, and an orange.
0: They still keep that tradition. In, they some, still do that. They do chocolate and oranges. Yeah. So they've been doing that. If you said it started in like the 50s.
1: Okay. For quite some time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
0: So cute that that tradition kept going just for yeah. so many years. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Great. Um, so my last question I have for you about Christmas um, is what does Christmas look like for you now? Who do you spend Christmas with? Any fun Christmas traditions you do now?
1: Uh, Well, my my social world is smaller, (laughs) (laughs) of course, but uh, when Herm was still with us, we always did get together at our house, and um, um, with the years, our house was changed so that we had a family room big enough to... To accommodate yeah. a, a party like that, yeah. and so they always did come to our place for okay. s- not necessarily Christmas Day, but Christmas Eve okay. or one day yeah. ahead of time, just to uh, enjoy. Spend the day together. Yes. Enjoy being with each other. Yeah. yeah. Which
0: I think most of the time that ends up being like the most fun part about Christmas, like kids get excited for gifts and stuff like that and obviously Jesus is at the center of it and it is nice to be surrounded by family Mm. and just be around your loved ones and stuff like that which I can forget so many gifts that I've gotten yeah last few years but like I always remember like some of the funny jokes that people said or some of the stories I heard from my
1: grandparents or or just the fun things the sitting in front of the fireplace and And then, of course, when they're unwrapping their presents, and the paper would go into the fire, (laughs) and watch go, you know, (laughs) all of those things were were part of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um,
0: Well, we're kind of on the holiday topic. Is what is your favorite holiday? Is it Christmas, or do you like any of the other ones better?
1: I never really thought about that, but I, I think Christmas is, is yeah. my favorite. Yeah. Thanksgiving yeah. is nice too yeah. because you can uh, very easily uh, bring in your feelings of, of gratitude, you know, yeah. <clears throat> after a church service and then a lot of good food at the yeah. table and a lot of good company but uh, christmas is 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 really special mm-hmm. it's uh just the being a christian and knowing that that this is the beginning of the whole story of salvation Absolutely. well for us that is mm-hmm. yeah. yeah
0: it's a beautiful thing yes it's just it, a reminder of it is yeah the love that Jesus has for us, and that yeah. He's willing to do that, and come yeah. down as a baby, is just yeah. such an exciting time of year to mm-hmm. know where it's leading. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, we have about five minutes left before the recording cuts us off.
1: Oh, uh, really?
0: Yeah. And I like to end my podcast interviews with some fun questions. Okay. So I sent these out. So if you had a chance to look at them great if not they're not super hard questions okay so my first question i have for you is what's the most interesting restaurant you've ever been to it can be good or bad, <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's some bad ones, <laughs> we uh, we were at some very unusual ones in in nigeria <laughs> oh, <I believe> <laughs> oh but uh our our very favorite restaurant back here with was Leo's, wonderful seafood, great service and just nice atmosphere, Mm -hmm. it just. Those are the best ones, when it's good service, you're comfortable there, right? you like what's on the menu. And then we were usually uh, headed for symphony. Mm -hmm. We had uh, symphony tickets for the season. Oh, wow. And then planning. Ahead, make a reservation for the meal ahead and then enjoy symphony. Those were always really special, special nights. Very
0: fun. Awesome. Um, My second one I have for you is Do you have a favorite Christian book besides the Bible?
1: There are quite a few that I've read, but. I think these um, books of Corrie Ten Boom and Chuck Colson, their experiences, uh, and the Corrie Ten Boom one was a special one because she, her whole life from, from that experience uh, of the prisons that they were in, yeah. Um, she was a witness. Yeah, and uh, so many of her very plain and down to earth sayings are so memorable. Yeah. And her experiences too, how she was able to help her sister along. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the Chuck Colson one too, about that complete change in, in that man. Yeah. And how it is still showing in the work that has followed because of it.
0: Yeah. Really cool. So both of their books. Yes. Are good ones. Yep. Very nice. Um My next one almost needs a little bit of an explanation. But how do you wake up your house? Is there certain things you do? Do you, like, turn the coffee on first thing in the morning, (laughs) open the windows? Is there certain things you do each morning to wake up your house in quotes, kind of?
1: I walk around and pull up all the shades because I I put them down Mm -hmm. at night. Mm -hmm. And I start with my bedroom, stop in the bathroom. And then over on on the toward the kitchen, there's what I call the front room. (laughs) We walk in there, and then I walk to the back of the house where the family room is, and open two windows, and then the slider doors. I open the curtain from there, and then I put my coffee on, (laughs) and then I go back and. Uh, probably make my bed. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> yeah, and I like your house
0: nice and light and bright.
1: And oh, I do. And- mm-hmm. It, I yeah. Uh, I oh, when I always stop in the family room. I, there's this window and then that window and then in the corner I have is my thermometer that tells me what the weather outside is. So then you can check. The yes the temperature and yeah, yeah.
0: Awesome. Um, we have just a, about one minute left but I like to ask people because I love coffee so I like to know how other people like to take their coffee so I ask if you have like a go-to coffee order or if you just drink black coffee
1: I drink tea, decaf Next. and if it's good and strong like at Leo's then I like a dollop of cream nice. and some and some sweetener yes,
0: yes. So normally black coffee with a little cream and a little sweetness. <laughs> uh-huh. yes. well we are out of time for today but thank you so much for coming in it was oh. great to get to talk to you and learn more about you
1: oh it was a pleasure good, good. Awesome. Awesome.